Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. Get a bonus of up to $500 when you sign up. In this show, I'm going to replay some of Devontae Adams's press conference from Tuesday. But joining me now, my former colleague, Gilbert Manzano, who covers all things Chargers in L.A. We are going to go around and talk all about the AFC West, what has become of this now juggernaut division, Gilbert. I'm so excited to have you on to discuss this with me. Heidi, good to be back on the show. Uh, I think the last time we spoke, there was a bunch of different players. The rosters are now different from that time. So I, I can't keep track, Heidi, but I'm glad <laughs> you had me on the show to remind me of what's going on in the AFC West. And before I get into more here with Gilbert, we have to do this. It's a formality. We do it every time we're uh, together here on the show, Gilbert. How is your Pitbull cam? Well, I'm so glad you asked, uh, Heidi. You know, you know, Cam goes back and forth, you know, you know, with my family to my place. Uh, you know, I live kind of closer to Orange County, but good timing, Heidi. Uh, Cam is with me right now. He's next to me. So you can oh, hear the snoring. Can we get a shot of Cam here? Um, he's probably way far down. Oh, okay, because I wish I could, but I could tell him I'll get up here. He was, I wish he'd be one of those dogs, just come on command and just jump up. But uh, he can't, but he's here. You might hear the snoring, though. Okay. Okay. Well, Pitbulls need love too. Just ask yes. Max Crosby about that one. Uh, Gilbert, <laughs> yes. as we start getting into some of these deals, it's been a wild one here for the Raiders, for the Chargers, for the Broncos, and now the Chiefs. Today, it's Wednesday. We're speaking here early afternoon on a Wednesday. It's just become official that wide receiver Tyreek Hill is headed to the Dolphins for a boatload of draft picks. I think they have a couple picks in 2023, uh, first a second rounder and another draft pick in this year, 2022. So the, the draft picks headed over there are like I put on Twitter, holy draft picks, Batman. It's a lot. <laughs> so when you start thinking now about the complexion of this division, the AFC West Gilbert, what do you think it's done to the chiefs stock now that they do not have a Tyreek Hill? Yeah, you know, before I get to the Chiefs, I'm just going to say this for the Raiders because people say the Raiders gave up too much for Devontae Adams. Well, now the Raiders get Devontae Adams, and because of their uh, extension, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill wanted more money, so the Raiders did that well, too, on that part. Uh, but in terms of the Chiefs, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence. Like, it, it's hard to replace Tyreek Hill. He's such a different weapon, uh, and, and, you know, I think Devontae Adams is the, the best wide receiver in the NFL, the most complete. But what, what Tyreek Hill does is something nobody else possesses, that, that, that kind of home run mentality, that, that, that killer speed, uh, just throws you off. You never know when it's going to come get you. Uh, so they lose that whole element. Yep. But, you know, the thing with the, with the Chiefs, though, they, they have the star quarterback. They have the elite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. And usually when you have the elite quarterback, and that's why you saw the Packers do it, Aaron Rodgers, you feel like you could, you could, you know, try it a different way because Patrick Mahomes can make wide receivers better. Uh, you mentioned the, the boatload of draft picks. That was an entire draft class right there, Heidi. So you would think, you know, they, they have more uh, more at-bats to find another good wide, wide receiver. Uh, it does hurt the Chiefs in, in, the, in the short term, but I feel like now they have the flexibility, cap space, draft picks to get another uh, wide receiver. It might not be Tyreek Hill, but you get enough weapons to kind of load up with Travis Kelsey and uh, 
and Patrick Mahomes, and you still got Andrew Reid calling the plays and Eric Bieniemy. So uh, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, so they have right here. Uh, I'll just break down the exact picks because I did not say that. So Tyree Kill to the Dolphins, five draft picks total, a first round pick, which is the number 29 pick, a second round pick, the number 50, a fourth round pick, as well as two 2023 picks, which end up being a fourth and sixth rounder all to the Dolphins from the Chiefs. That's pretty insane. Uh, and, you know, I was just happening to see something that another colleague of ours just tweeted, uh, a former colleague, Miles Simmons, put out there mm-hmm. that that's 25% of NFL teams that do not have a first round pick in this year. And the Raiders have the draft here in Las Vegas. No first round pick, no second round pick. It's not <laughs> to say that that can't change. They could take it all, package it up, maybe make a trade happen, maybe get themselves a second rounder. Who knows? But uh, it's kind of wild to think that, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. And I know for for, uh, the Raiders hosting the draft in Las Vegas, uh, one of many big moves, I guess, events that happened there in Las Vegas ever since, you know, the whole Oakland to Las Vegas shift, the new stadium is one of the, the, the big events for them. But, you know, when you have Devonta Adams, I think it's OK. You know, it's, you know, what? forget it. We'll, you know, we'll get into this draft on the, in the third round. You don't need us. So uh, maybe have Devonta Adams down there at the strip at the Bellagio, you know, signing autographs, kissing babies, waving hello oh, as a new ambassador. Baby. Yeah, do that because uh, you don't at need to draft right now. Again, doggies, of course. I can't forget <laughs> that. Gotta pet the doggies, kiss the babies. It's all, you know, what happens at at these things, these big events. It's going to be a showcase here. I'm really excited. I hope you come for it, too. I don't don't know, because usually, you know, they operate these drafts at the headquarters of the teams, but maybe I could sneak away for the second and third round. We'll see. Yeah, you are very important and very much needed on your beat, Gilbert, (laughs) which is why we are going to start talking about the Chargers right now, because we have Gilbert, who's with the OC Register. He's with the LA Daily News. He handles it all. The SoCal News Group, that's Gilbert Manzano, and he does cover the LA Chargers. So Gilbert, Again, the big acquisition, I think, Khalil Mack, it's a name that Raider fans are all too familiar with. Uh, (laughs) You know, might bring up some memories uh, they don't want to stir up right now, but we have to discuss this. Khalil Mack back in the AFC West. What does this do for the Chargers? Yeah, you know, the way I kind of wrote this story when I was doing like the whole week analysis of the craziness with the Chargers, it feels like a, Heidi, it feels like a long time ago since Khalil Mack and JC Jackson because the Raiders made their moves, the Chiefs made their moves, the Broncos. Uh, but when they got Khalil Mack early in this, which felt like it was two weeks ago, which feels like a month ago again, uh, it, it really made them, you know, serious contenders. It put people on notice like, oh, the Chargers are actually for reals. And not the, not the same old hype that, that you, you you hear every year, uh, Heidi. Oh, the Chargers look nice. Good good roster of pro bowlers. No, this was like, oh, they're actually for real for real this time. So once they got Khalil Mack, I think that, that kind of got the attention of J.C. Jackson. And that gave the two biggest pieces for, for uh, Brandon Staley, uh, to really get that defense going, because as you know, Heidi, a year ago, that defense was pretty bad. Uh, it, it bit him uh, pretty badly in Las Vegas for that playoff game on the line. Uh, so they, he needed Khalil Mack. He needed J.C. Jackson. And it's it just crazy to me how much has happened in the AFC West, because at the time, I really felt like, oh, they're, they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. It, it finally feels like real hype for the Chargers. And then, oh, they're stuck in, in the loaded division of the AFC West with the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chiefs. Uh, but you know what? They can still find a way, I think, to get into the playoffs, even though the the, the playing field is a little even. Uh, but to get, get Khalil Mack with Joey Bosa uh, and, and have that be your strength against Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, to go after them, 
uh, really gives him an advantage at going into these brutal AFC West, West matchups. Yeah, and as they say, iron sharpens iron, right? And those guys, I mean, uh, it's going to be, like you said, I think an interesting mix of players in each team. And then the Raiders have Chandler Jones with Max Crosby over here. And then you add Andrew Billings as a defensive tackle to the mix. And he thinks he's pretty solid. And you also have Bilal Nichols, who um, may not be as well-known a name, but it's somebody that's had a solid record of play behind him. So what do you think with the new defensive coordinator that the Raiders have in Patrick Graham, how you can foresee maybe things shaking out with uh, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I'm going to speak to the new defensive tackle for the Chargers, uh, uh, Austin Johnson, he played with Patrick Graham with the Giants. And I started studying, like, why did the Chargers go after Austin Johnson from the Giants? I'm like, oh, that Patrick Graham scheme is kind of similar to what the Chargers are trying to do with Brandon Staley. So uh, kind of perfect timing there. So I'm going to ask Austin, Austin Johnson for that, uh, for the insight on Patrick Graham. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've heard good things about this uh, defensive coordinator. So I think uh, for him, for his 3-4 formation, I know people don't care about the formations anymore because they always they change or disguises the fronts or whatever. Uh, but you want to have scheme fits, and I think that's what the what the Raiders did for uh, Patrick Graham. You mentioned uh, 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 Nichols. I thought he could have been a solid addition for the Chargers because they can't stop the run. Uh, right. He's going to do that for for the Raiders, and then you load up with Chandler Jones, and and you get a you know I'm saying his name right, Rock Yasinman. I got yes, it. Yes, yes, you oh, are. I did. Okay, <laughs> uh, they got some DBs to help out too because you know you need you need you you want to have so many uh, flexibility in the secondary, so you you have more DBs. You got the pass rush, so I really like what the Raiders are doing. Maybe they need some more uh, help in the front seven, maybe linebacker. Uh, but when you got the pass rush and you got some versatile DVs, you can make it work. Right here, we're going to take a quick break, Gilbert. But when we come back, we're going to have more from Gilbert Manzano. And we're also going to hear from Devontae Adams from his press conference in Raiders headquarters that took place on Tuesday. So stay tuned right here on the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. All right, let's get into it with the Broncos. That's the one we have not yet touched on. Russell Wilson. And that's kind of why I brought up the name of Chandler Jones, because it seems from the uh, days of the NFC West, he's got a little bit familiar with Russell Wilson and knowing how to get to him and how to stop him. We'll see if that continues in the AFC West. But what do you make of the the newest addition here to the Broncos and what that does for them as being a competitor in this division? That's probably the the, the biggest addition for the AFC West team is Russell Wilson. You, you, You it starts with the quarterback. You got to have the star quarterback and once they got Russell Wilson oh they're really they're really in it to compete and then you get the other the other picks with Randy Gregory uh DJ Jones and, and some other players here and there but I think Russell Wilson makes some serious threats and, and Heidi I really don't know who's going to win this division uh because the Broncos are, are just as stacked as the Raiders Chargers and Chiefs uh but I think Russell Wilson makes all the difference in the world and you want to give out an award for the best newcomer. I know Devontae Adams has something to say about that, but it has to be Russell Wilson because quarterback is the most important position in the NFL. And this isn't because I cover the Raiders, but I beg to differ. <laughs> but oh, you're right. Oh, okay. You're right. It is the most important 
position. I can't deny that, but I think the acquisition of the the number one wide receiver in the NFL, pretty big. I don't know. Plus, he had the coordinating liner inside of his jacket yesterday at the press conference. I know you got to say it was like reminding me of Boomerang. He had like all the little like Las Vegas Raider stuff on the inside wow. with the shield. It was pretty slick. I was like, he gets uh, extra points for thinking about coordination. When he has $140 million, he could do all that, right? <laughs> right. Hire his own personal tailor. I want to look good. Make me make me look good. Let me figure <laughs> out how to get this liner inside my coat. That'll be just <laughs> popping. He could do that. But, you know, bet, I don't know if you're a betting man, Gilbert. You betting Yes, man? I like to bet. You like to bet. Okay. Am I allowed like to say to there's a reporter? I don't know. But, yeah, I do like it. Whatever. Well, we'll you know, it's a new era, right? Exactly. It's era. Exactly. And it's betting all around uh, everywhere. The apps are just at the fingertips of people these days. And so I thought, right yeah, you know what I thought with, with the, uh, excuse me, trade of Tyreek Hill, that we would see a little bit more line movement with the AFC West, but it hasn't really changed much. Maybe the odds have shifted just slightly, but it still shakes out like this, Gilbert. In the AFC West division, as of about five minutes ago, and I, I think he's quoting, uh, this is a uh, Pete Sweeney I'm looking at. He's quoting DK Sportsbook. It says, Chiefs are plus 165, Broncos plus 220, Chargers plus 225, Raiders plus 700. Wow. So, yeah. How, what, how do those odds strike you, first of all? Just your basic reaction was, wow. What, what strikes you about that? I'm just surprised how, how big of a difference for the Raiders. I, I thought the Raiders made enough noise to be in the level of these betting odds, you know, with the Chiefs, uh, Broncos, and uh, Chargers. And I think you said it, it was pretty updated. So to have the Chiefs still at number one, uh, I'm a little surprised about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, it kind of goes back to what I was saying with Russell Wilson. Like, if you have the quarterback, things should be okay. I think that's mainly what the other makers are thinking with Patrick Mahomes. They still got the, the, the coaching in place. They still got Travis Kelsey. So I think when you have those big pieces – like like Tyreek Hill is great and all, but I wonder how it's gonna be for him. Is you know is the grass greener on the other side like with with two in Miami? Would it be better? I don't know. But I think what the odd makers were saying, like hey, Patrick Mahomes is still on the team, they'll be fine. But man, the, the competition is it's it's closing. Uh, you know, I, I think the Chargers and the Raiders and the Broncos are probably right there in terms of just uh, playmakers on the roster. Yeah, I'd love to make it. I, I would love to find some odds. I can't get back all the way, but I wanted to go back and see what the odds were. I want to say Raiders were even deeper um, in as underdogs, like plus 1,000 around December. Oh, wow. And okay. I think opening. the Chiefs were always, yeah, opening odds. I think the Chiefs were always at one and the Chargers were always um, at three. But I'm just surprised at the stock that's been put into the Broncos at this point. I don't know. What do you think about that in the, you know, your realm of Chargers and, and Broncos yeah. odds? Yeah, I think it's all in the favoritism of the quarterbacks. Like, like you think yeah. about the quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and, oh, Derek Carr. People don't really see Derek Carr at that level. And I, and I think that's why the odds are what they are. Uh, but, you know, I think the Broncos, you know, you know, I shouldn't give away my stuff because also my podcast, Combos on the Beat, uh, I had the rankings too. And, and and I'll just say this. I had the Broncos at the bottom because, yes, they have the quarterback, but there are so many other holes on the roster. Uh, they don't really have an offensive line. And if you don't have protection from Russell, Russell Wilson, you're not going to make that work. I thought the wide receivers were a little overrated last year. Uh, Jer Jerry Judy got hurt. Uh, Corlin Sutton didn't do much. Uh, the running back position, I don't really see too much there. I know J uh, Javante Williams is, is nice, but... Uh, is, is that enough for you to kind of be explosive? 
Uh, so for me, for this roster, it still has a lot of holes. I think the most holes from all the from all four teams in the AFC West. But I guess when you have Russell Wilson, any, anything could happen for 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 them. And uh, and Russell has a lot to prove too, because a year ago was kind of bad for him. He got hurt uh, when he came back. He didn't play well. Uh, so maybe it is offseason hype, and and there are people forgetting about the rest of the roster. Uh, but I, I think for me, the Broncos might be uh, number four in the division right now. Yeah, I would have to agree um, just by, you know, general analysis of what I've seen added, what I've seen subtracted. It's all math in the end, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> Gilbert, uh, is there anything that surprised you so far in free agency, whether it's AFC West or otherwise, that you've really kind of raised your eyebrows at and said, wow, that is not a move I expected to happen? I guess I'll keep it with the wide receivers. Like I, I never, yeah. you would have asked me a month ago, you would tell me Devonta Adams would be on the Raiders and Tyreek Hill on the, on the Dolphins. I probably would have called you crazy. And if you're the chiefs, like, you know, you have the recipe of success. You found it. You got to have the big three and, and who cares what the Raiders were doing, who the, what the Chargers were doing, the Broncos were doing, because at the end of the day, uh, they still had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And now they lost one of their big pieces. So the big three. So I'm shocked. Uh, but uh, it, it's kind of also kind of, it, it kind of lets me know, like I know something about football because I, I felt like, you know, the, these teams like the, with with the Packers and the Chiefs, with like you think they're crazy by letting go of the wide receivers, but in today's NFL, you you can't really over you you can't overvalue wide receivers because wide receivers you can find them everywhere. They, you're looking at the draft, they're 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 they're, they're stacked. I know they're not Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams, but you could always reload when you have the quarterback. So uh, I'm not surprised that Tyreek Hill couldn't get you know two first round picks. Uh, but also you had to pay the guy. So it, it was a whole, it was just, for me, it was fascinating seeing the contract extensions for both wide receivers, the draft capital, and why did the teams give up on these wide receivers? So, and how fast it came into play. You, you're getting me going, Heidi. Uh, but it, it, that to me was all fascinating and kind of keeping track. And it was very similar how it went down for Devontae uh, and Tyreek Hill. But uh, the Raiders deserve a, a fruit basket because they got Tyreek out of division because he wanted more money after you saw how much Devontae got. So Raiders, uh, should be thanked by the Chargers Broncos uh, for that. That was a big time chess move and something we're not used to seeing out of this organization. Like a lot of people have been saying before it was checkers and now it's chess, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> whether or not they intended that if they intended that, what a stroke of genius. If they did not intend that, it, it certainly worked out to their benefit. Uh, you talked about the draft. You talked about some of the wide receivers there. We've been seeing some lightning quick times uh, from these prospects in this draft, like Chris Olave. And mm. uh, there's another guy, Taquan Thornton out of Baylor. Is there anybody that in your mind would make a good fit at wide receiver uh, to fill that void with the Chiefs? Yeah, they have the number 29 pick now from Miami. And I, I think the guy who would be perfect if he falls there, and he, and he might fall, it's uh, Jamison Williams from Alabama, uh, speedster, probably the fastest receiver in the draft. But he tore his ACL in the national championship game, and he might not be ready. Uh, but when you have the 29 pick in the lower tier of the first round, hey, it's worth it. Take, take a shot. And if he's healthy, uh, you get that speed uh, uh, element back again. And you know, I was actually, you know, walking around with your, with your uh, colleague, my former colleague, Adam Hill at the combine. Yes. And, and, uh, Jameson Williams was like, you know, they were asking him because Chris Olave was, was right next to him and, and he can't compete in the 40 because he got hurt. And they're like, Hey, so how, how, how fast are you? He's like, I'll put it this way. You can't teach the type of speed that I have. So I'm like, Oh, okay. This guy's actually, and he has some real speed. You can't teach it. Uh, so I thought he was confident. Uh, I like what he did in college, so I think it'll be worth a shot for him at 29. 
Excellent stuff, Gilbert. Now, what are you working on? I know you said you've got to talk to somebody here in a little bit uh, for your own. I don't know if it's for your podcast or for the LA Daily News or for the SoCal News Group or for the OC Register. You're a busy guy, Gilbert. Yes, yes. For, it's uh, for my day up? job. Uh, so, you know, we're speaking to Austin Johnson, uh, defensive tackle for the Chargers. I, I know it's not a, not a big splash name, but he's going to help uh, uh, bolster the run defense for the, for the Chargers because Heidi... They were bad there last year in the run defense. They couldn't stop anybody. Josh Jacobs got that third and 10, went to the playoffs, as you remember. Uh, but it, it, that is something I'm, I'm working on. But then after that, you know, I'm going to try to take a break, but I don't think I can. There's so many moves happening in the NFL. And I was telling my boss, okay, after like the whole frenzy of Khalil Mack and JC Jackson and being at the combine, I need kind of a weekend off and I don't think I'm going to get it. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, check out my work all the time. I'll, I'll post it for sure on Twitter at gmontana24. Uh, check out the podcast, Comos on the Beat. That's not going anywhere. Uh, so uh, I'm staying busy, but trying to get a couple of days of rest. You and me both, brother. It's uh, it's about Brian. that time. It's about that time. I'm yeah. trying to get it in before, like maybe after the draft and before mini camp. I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but it's I'm, tough. I'm, I'm figuring, okay, I could get in this day here. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be consecutive. But <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, well, I don't have the OTA schedule. So, oh, and yeah. I don't have the rookie mini, uh, mini camp or the veteran mini camp. Like, oh, okay. Right, right. You got to work it out somewhere, though. We got to get in all that rest because we're going to need it. We're going to be in for a wild season with the AFC West. And Gilbert, I've always appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Heidi. It was a pleasure. That was Gilbert Manzano. And now we're going to hear from your newest wide receiver in addition to the Las Vegas Raiders. That is none other than Devontae Adams. Here are some highlights from his press conference that took place at the Raiders headquarters on Tuesday. Once we got to a point where it was it was something that could be realistic now, it's not just a, you know, a thought. Um, we started trying to put a, a little bit of a plan together. And, um, you know, obviously I was still going back with Green Bay at that point and still, um, you know, weighing my options. But um, I think we got to a point where uh, I felt like it was a it was it was a good move for us. And, um, you know, obviously I was traded. So it wasn't wasn't just strictly, um, you know, on us, but um, from you know, I grew up in East Palo Alto, so being I was a Raiders fan my whole life, so it is a dream to be a Raider, man. So it's a it's a it's dream come true. Um, in the third grade yearbook, I said I wanted to be a you know an NFL star or an NBA star, and I was wearing a, a Charles Woodson jersey at the time. So it's been documented forever. So you know, I, I guess you could say it's meant to be. I mean, the turning point was really when I had to sit down and, and figure out what was best for for me and my family. It wasn't really it wasn't just the teaming up with Derek. It wasn't, you know, something that we, like I said, we didn't scheme this, you know, all, all season or whatever. We just, you know, kind of checked in on each other football-wise. The rest, I mean, we check in on each other all the time about family and, and the, the real stuff. But as far as football and getting together, um, you're not being a great teammate to, you know, your current organization if that's all you're worried about. You know, he had to worry about getting the ball to Hunter and, and Darren and, and, and those guys and being a great teammate over here. And I had to, you know, do what I could to try to, you know, get to a Super Bowl. And obviously that didn't happen for either of us. So once we got to the point where it was it was real, we started entertaining it. But, um, yeah, it, ultimately it was just for, for my family situation. You know, I got another baby on the way. So... Um, you know, quality of life obviously is is a is another piece of it that that means a lot to me, and um, you know, I have a lot of family in, in you know in California that's never been to see me play before. Grandparents, uh, my, my grandmother wasn't doing well; she was in the hospital recently. So, 
just kind of reflecting and thinking about life things and stuff that really matters in this world. That's stuff that matters to me. Um, you know, that's stuff that's weighing on my mind when, when there's a decision to be made. You know, do I want to be able to go through my whole career without having either of my grandparents, um, you know, on either side um, see me play? And I, I didn't like that. So obviously being in Vegas, it gives them a much better opportunity. My dad drives everywhere, so he'll be able to make that happen. It's a little harder to drive to, to Green Bay. So, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a dream come true to be able to do this thing and, and ultimately get it done. So I'm, I'm happy with where we are. How quickly do you think you and Derek will pick up where you left off? Well, I mean, mean the, the thing is we've been training up in, together every offseason up until you guys moved out here. So we've been, I mean, it's been like two years that we, you know, haven't, two offseasons that we haven't gotten to at least throw, you know, for three, four months. So um, hopefully it, I don't want to make any promises. I'm, I'm sure it'll be, we'll pick up where we left off pretty quick. But, uh, yeah, we got two, two guys that work really hard is, you know, makes it a lot easier. Devontae, you talked about wearing a Charles Woodson jersey in your third grade yearbook picture. Was there a Raider player in particular uh, that you looked up to, wide receiver or otherwise, that kind of you wanted to mold yourself after in the early years? Well, yeah, I mean, many. Um, obviously, there's a couple um, guys that stopped through here later in their career. Um, you know, Randy and Jerry, who they didn't necessarily establish themselves in the league uh, while being with the Raiders, but those are two guys who I obviously watched for – I mean, those are, those are some of the founding fathers for me, um, and and obviously, I mean, it was it was more than just more than just receivers. It was obviously C. Wood, uh, Tim Brown was a was a big inspiration. Uh, my whole family was Raider fans, so I, I I knew a lot about the history, you know, since I was young too. So, um, just growing up, honestly, all Raiders, anything Raiders was was what I was about. I had a Tim Brown jersey. Um, you know, C. Wood, those those got wore until the numbers fell off. But Rich Gannon, I mean, every everything. So um, I'm just looking forward to coming in and trying to, you know, leave my footprint as, as well as I can. And that'll do it for this edition of the Takeaways podcast for Vegas Nation. I'm Heidi Fang. Make sure to keep up with all that we're doing on VegasNation.com. For my guest, Gilbert Manzano, again, give him a follow at GManzano24 on Twitter. Always appreciate having him on. Good friend here of the show. And thanks again to everybody out there for listening. Don't forget, hit subscribe on your way out. Make sure to do that on any platform that you find your podcast. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening.